Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Steel Nation Radio. I'm Mike Palaya of SteelNationAssociation.com, where we cover the Steelers 24-7 while bringing you, the Steeler fans, together in an effort to raise money for Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh. Please come to the site, read our articles, listen to the podcast, join the club, get your t-shirt and gear, and help us raise money for the kids all at the same time. Of course, you know that you can also get my work at SteelCityUnderground.com, where there are many, many talented people putting together some incredible content, very, very Steeler-heavy. Everything you need to know about the Steelers, you're going to find at SteelCityUnderground.com. Quite frankly, far more and better information than you're going to get anywhere in the mainstream media. So please come to SteelCityUnderground.com. And then lastly, you can find me at New Pittsburgh Courier. So check us out at any of those three spots, please. Uh, so first of all, uh, I just want to say that I hope everybody that's listening is safe. Uh, you're somewhere probably in quarantine listening to this, so hopefully this will take your mind off of some of the COVID-related garbage that is out there. Uh, and just everybody, continue to bide your time. We're going to get through this at some point, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll all make it out for the better. And with that, you know, I don't really have an agenda for today. I think I'm just going to kind of talk about uh, where the Steelers have been this offseason, where they might be going. I haven't really done uh, any Steeler-related podcast or anything in quite some time. It's been a busy offseason, but uh, most of it has been away from any Steeler-related activity for me. So I thought I would, you know, just kind of jump on and just throw some stuff out there. First and foremost, I hope we do have a football season this year with or without the fans. Um, just something, because I think we all need it. Uh, I think that the NFL will figure out a way. I don't know exactly what that's going to be, of course. I don't think anybody does, but I do think they will play in some capacity. And I really, really hope they do, because that'll lead me into my first topic, I guess. Uh, I guess I want to talk about Ben Roethlisberger, because I think if for some reason this season does not happen we will have seen the last of Ben Roethlisberger. I think at that point it would essentially be two years off, minus the game and a half he played last year. I don't think he would come back if we don't see football until 2021, which would really change the outlook for this team uh, dramatically. But before I dig into that, I think that it could possibly mean the end of careers for Tom Brady, for Drew Brees, of course, Eli Manning already retired, and Philip Rivers. I think that they could all be done and not come back if we don't see football in 2021, which would be an incredible, incredible potential Hall of Fame class five years from now if those guys were all done within the same year. I think that you're not taking them all at the same time, but I think, you know, Brady and Breeze and Roethlisberger, to me, are all first ballots. I think Eli and Philip Rivers are fringe guys. They would not be on that first ballot, but I think that they have the potential to make it. So that would be an incredible retirement quarterback class if that happened. Now, I don't think that's going to happen. Just something to kind of ponder. But I think they're going to play football this year. And I think Ben Roethlisberger will be ready for game one. Of course, within the last week or so, we've seen him throwing the football to Juju Smith-Schuster and some of the other guys. Um, He looks decent. Yes. Uh, I'm very happy to see him out there considering it's only May. Football shouldn't start for another four months in in terms of the regular season and another, you know, 
eight weeks or so until training camp should kick off, which may or may not be delayed. Um, but it's very good to see him out there, you know, after not having seen him since the second half of week two against Seattle last year. That said, I do feel like we are not going to be able to necessarily just assume that he's going to be the Ben Roethlisberger of 2018, where he was fantastic. I don't think that's fair for him or anyone, for that matter. To miss that kind of football at this age with that injury, yes. Can he be that good? Sure. Should we assume he's going to come back and be that good? No, I don't think we can. And I don't know that we can count on him to play in you know 16 games. Hopefully he won't need to play in 16 games because the Steelers have locked something up in the last week or two of the season. But in his entire career, which if you know your Steelers, of course you do, has been since 2004, only four times in his career has he played in 16 games, a full season. He's not exactly the type of guy that plays you know, carefully, which I love about him. But it also is a reason that he doesn't necessarily play full seasons. And I think that last year, to me at least, proved that what they have behind him, Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges at this point, I guess you can throw Paxton Lynch in there, uh, that's not good enough for a team that to me is absolutely a playoff caliber team and a Super Bowl caliber defense. And with Roethlisberger back, potentially a Super Bowl caliber offense, even if he's not the Roethlisberger of 2018. But the point is, let's say he misses a quarter of the season, four games, for some reason, whatever that reason may be. Hopefully it's not the elbow, but for some reason. Can they count on Mason Rudolph? Because I think Duck Hodges may not even make this team. But can they count on Mason Rudolph to get them a 2-2, two and two, a 3-1 and one record in those four games? Granted, part of that may depend on who they play. But to me, the answer is no. No, they can't. I think Rudolph really, really derailed after that concussion against the Ravens game. And by the time that Miles Garrett happened, Miles Garrett incident happened in Cleveland, I mean, the rails came off the track. And he was, quite frankly, just terrible. Now, he'll have had an entire offseason and summer camp to get through all of that and ideally come back. But again, I do not feel that they should count on that. I think the Steelers should have gone after an Andy Dalton they should have looked at a Joe Flacco, believe it or not, to get him three or four wins, you know, if they need it, or three or four games, whatever it may be, would have been worth it to me. And I think at this point, in the right circumstances, and only under the right circumstances, they should highly consider signing Cam Newton. He's very much the same body type as Ben Roethlisberger. He is a former MVP. He has Brought his team to the Super Bowl. Yes, they lost, but he's brought his team to the Super Bowl. He's got a very, very talented running game. He's very strong. I don't know what his arm is like in terms of throwing anymore. I know he's battled some injuries, but I assume that he's adequate enough to play in three or four football games, and he's only 31 years old. No, I would not be bringing him in to be Ben Roethlisberger's replacement, specifically long-term. I would be bringing him in because I think you can get him cheap at this point. He has not picked up any work. I would be bringing him in to be his main backup, similar to the old Byron Leftwich uh, scenario when we also had Charlie Batch. 
you need that veteran presence, a guy that's got several starts under his belt. He's not a starter in this league. He has to, at this point, end of May, early June, realize he's not a starter in this league at this point, and he'll sign cheaper than, you know, starter money for sure. Now, maybe Roethlisberger retires in a year or two and you still have Cam, and maybe he's a bridge guy for a year or two or three beyond Roethlisberger, uh, or at that point, maybe it's time for the Mason Rudolph era to begin, but you have the necessary backup to win the couple of games that you may need if Roethlisberger goes down with some serious experience. I think it's something they need to look at. I don't think that they will, but I really, really wish that they would because I am not comfortable with the two backups, three backups that they have currently on this roster. And I'm not comfortable thinking Roethlisberger is going to play more than 12 games. And I'm also not comfortable thinking that he's going to return to 2018 form. Now, I'm also not comfortable with James Conner being the lead running back. So I think that he is an injury-prone mess. And I think that this has to be his last year in Pittsburgh. I know he has stated publicly recently that he can't picture himself in any other uniform. That's all fun and games, but the bottom line is I can. I don't care what uniform. I, I Barring some kind of great season out of him, I really do hope this is his last because I'm, I'm tired of the injuries. I'm tired of the lack of production. I think he's very talented. I just don't think the guy can stay on the field. I actually like Benny Snell. Um... I think Anthony McFarland, the fourth-round pick, can be another kind of change of pace back. I think he could be a good addition. And I think after this season, you'll see them move on from James Conner, whether he wants that or not. What I'm interested in to see, though, will they keep Jalen Samuels? Because Conner's, of course, on the team. Benny Snell's going to be on the team. And McFarland, just drafted, of course, is going to be on the team. Samuels is going to be a very, very fringe guy going into the season. I would like to keep him. I think he's got ability. I think he might be an odd man out in the numbers game when it's all said and done. He will get picked up by somebody, though, because he has talent. Speaking of talent, uh, the wide receiver core, I think, will improve versus last year. One, because Roethlisberger's, even if he's not 2018 form, is going to be better than Duck Hodges and Mason Rudolph. From last year, I think they're just going to naturally be better. Juju's going to have a better season. Deontay Johnson will have a year under his belt, and he's going to be very good. I think he's actually going to be their top receiver this year. And I think Chase Claypool is going to make a huge impact coming into the season as a rookie. I really, really do. Vance McDonald, if the guy can stay healthy, can really play. And then adding Eric Ebron as the other tight end can be a very, very pivotal move for the Steelers offseason. And I think that this offense should be able to move the football. But I'm still concerned about the offensive line. Last year, they weren't great. I think Roethlisberger will help improve that too because he's going to be able to get rid of the ball quicker, make quicker decisions. But they are a year older. Ramon Foster is now gone. Um, Yes, they picked up Kevin Dotson uh, in round four as well. I think that they needed to make that move. I would have liked to have seen them pick up another guy actually a little bit earlier, round two or even three, which I know means they wouldn't have gotten Claypool. They wouldn't have gotten Alex Highsmith. Is probably the one I would have skipped over in this scenario. But they did get one guy, and I think that uh, that's going to have to do. They're going to have to groom him. He's going to have to play this season. But they have to be better than last season. And I'm really looking at Marquise Pouncey for a big improvement because 
quite frankly, it was the worst season he's ever had, and it just wasn't pouncy football. But we'll see. We'll see. We are a long, long way from having to worry about any of that. I do see this team, as we sit here, heading into very, very early summer, as a team that can win 10 to 11 games based on everybody's return, returning healthy, and getting back to a decent quality. Maybe not a 2018 quality for Roethlisberger or Juju, but a decent quality that will outreach last year's. And they went 8-8 eight and eight last year with, quite frankly, a whole bunch of garbage getting thrown against the wall and seeing what's stuck. And that's a hell of a job. And I will say this, and I did this at the end of last season, and, and it, you know, far be it for me normally to praise Mike Tomlin, but how can I not when he was able to really grit out an 8-8 eight eight season with that team? That team was very, very close to making the playoffs last year, which is why I believe that this year they will make the playoffs. That defense with another year of Minka, TJ Watts only going to get better and better. Uh, Cam Hayward, I think, is still very solid. Stefan Tuitt should be back, having missed about half the season last year. Uh, I, you know, I, I just love what I saw out of them. Yes, I think Bud Dupree will probably take a step back. Yes, I think Joe Hayden probably will have to take a level back. But I do believe in that defense. I need to see more out of Terrell Evans. We'll see how the summer plays out for him. Uh, year three now. But I think that's a very, very good great defense. I think it's a Super Bowl quality defense. I think they're going to be much, much better. We'll see. So those are my thoughts, uh, you know, here as we enter early summer. I don't have a whole lot. As I said, I didn't have an agenda, but I also wanted to just kind of record and throw some stuff out there. It's been so long from, you know, I haven't talked to you guys in forever. I wanted to put it out there. Like I said, hope everybody's safe. I hope that you have a great summer, however you have it. I will try to get back on here sooner than later. Steelers football, if everything goes as planned, is right around the corner. So you'll be hearing from me a hell of a lot more. But we're going to see how the, how good this team is real, real soon. All right, guys. Thanks. And I hope to talk to you soon. Stay safe.